As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place, and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Sometimes we have to really look at, and even ourselves, what we think of ourselves. That was probably my largest obstacle, is letting go of what I thought meant success Mm -hmm. and realizing, I mean, Krista, I'm so much happier. My coffee tastes better. My husband's cuter. Like my kids and I have more fun. Everything (laughs) is better. Yes. Colors are brighter. I know what you mean. It's a different lens, maybe. It's a different lens. I don't have the executive title anymore. And I may not have the paycheck that goes with that. I wouldn't trade it in a million years for what I have now. My guest today, Cindy Olson, a certified Kripaloo Mindful Outdoor Guide and founder of Cindy by Nature. Welcome back to Bucket List Careers. I'm Crystal Laurie. Happy to have you with me. Cindy's passionate about sharing the powerful physical and mental benefits of nature and mindfulness with others and runs award-winning mindful programs for various schools, organizations, and private clients throughout the New York metro area. In her previous life, career-wise, she was in entertainment finance, climbing the ladder, long, hard hours. Her pivotal moment happened when she was six months pregnant with her second child on a trip to Vienna, Austria, that just changed everything. Since that moment overseas, Cindy's been cultivating a career that weaves her skills with a deep purpose. Cindy lives in my town, actually. I hadn't seen her in years, but I always thought she had the best energy. Then I saw her twice recently in a matter of months. Has to be kismet, right? 
got her on the podcast. And the day that we recorded, I saw her hours later heading into New York City with friends for a fun girl's birthday celebration. She had roller skates, laces tied in a knot, hanging over her shoulders, and a super cute retro outfit going to hit Central Park's disco oasis roller rink. I had to share it because I love that so much. And there's actually so much to learn from this free spirit who has so clearly found her calling. Let's take a listen. Hi, Cindy. So glad that we were able to pull this together. Welcome to Bucket List Careers. Hi, Krista. Thank you for having me. You know, it was meant to be when I bumped into you fairly recently because we hadn't seen each other in, I don't know, maybe 10 years, something like that. I think that's right. I mean, these kinds of things happen for a reason. And I had been following you, to be honest, on social media, Cindy by Nature's presence and loving the photography, all of it outdoors. And I just was wondering to myself, what was her career narrative like? So here we are sharing your story. And I'm excited about that because you didn't start out being a mindful outdoor guide at all. So why don't you dial it back for us? Yeah. So 11 years ago, you would have found me in a corporate high rise in Manhattan. I was working for CBS Interactive at the time as a finance executive. I was one of their directors of finance. And I just got to a point where I realized it was too much. Well, first of all, when you become a mother, these biological switches come online that weren't online before. True, true. (laughs) So there's this desire to be home and be at work at the same time. And I just felt the pull going in both directions. It does change you. It does change you. So I decided to hit pause, step off the treadmill for a minute and reassess my life. And when I did, I took a look at my life and thought about what are the greatest problems I see in the world. And for me, I saw the health of our planet as being a really big problem. And I saw mental health as being a really big problem. Wow. Yeah. And I tried to think about if I'm going to take energy away from my household, away from my family and put it into the world, how can I direct that towards those two problems? And so I started becoming kind of returned to my love and curiosity of the natural world, which I can give you a little background on that started as a child, of course. Yeah. And then as I started to educate people in the natural world, I could see that there was a disconnection that was clear. We've gotten so comfortable in our temperature controlled homes. We're disconnected and we're afraid of nature. We're not only disconnected, like we're, we're afraid to take something off a plant and eat it now. Like we don't trust it unless it's in a grocery store. That's so true. Yeah. So I was looking at ways that I could try to offer programs that would make people more comfortable outside. And that's where it all began. I started weaving my nature education with mindfulness. Because you always had a passion for the outdoors, right? Yes. But yet you told me in our prep for this podcast that you were taught to check all the boxes, to go and get an education, and then you were married, and then you had children, and and you thought that this formula would work for you. But then I think your pivotal moment happened when you were six months pregnant with your second child, and you said you were dealing with a crisis, like many of us do, a nanny calling you on a trip. <laughs> so tell us about that and how that changed you and, and kick-started things. Yeah. Well, I love to talk about the actual passion that drove me towards the entertainment industry. As a child, my my two biggest passions were the outdoor world and what humans can do on stage. Anytime you get down on on humans and what they and the horrible things we do as people, (laughs) just think about like the moment that the curtain lifts up on a ballet. There is just I'm with you. Nothing like it. I get chills just talking about it. And so I loved film. 
theater, music, entertainment. I loved everything that humans can do in performance. And so I moved from Rhode Island off to California right after college. And I started off as an assistant. You know, I didn't come from an Ivy League school. I didn't have this big pedigree. I grew up from very humble beginnings and I worked really, really hard. The janitors all knew me <laughs> at Fox Film. Love it. <laughs> where I began, I was at Fox Studios, Fox Film Studios. Yeah, you were paying your dues. I was paying my dues. I opened and shut the buildings every night. I worked so hard as an assistant. And eventually they just started handing me more and more responsibility because they could see that I could do it. Yeah. So I was climbing that ladder and became an executive rather quickly because I just worked my way so hard up there. But I gave away so much of my life towards work that when I got to that moment, when I was sitting in Austria, six months pregnant, here I am presenting in Vienna in front of an audience of 200 executives. Right. And the nanny calls and says, your son has 105 temperature back here in Manhattan. My husband was away as well. And I just thought, this is not, this is not happiness. Like I checked all the boxes. I did all the things. You're supposed to get a ticket for happiness. And that's not necessarily true. So that was a wake up call for you. This is not just about who stays home and who doesn't, right? In terms of motherhood. Oh, yeah. It's about you and aligning with what you needed. So for you, that was enough and you needed to make a change. Yeah. The ego is a hard thing to let go of, mm -hmm. right? So you are giving a list in life and you're measured based on that list in society. Your achievements, of course. Right. So to turn away and say, do these achievements, are they really going to lead me to happiness? And if the answer is no, then you have to maybe take a turn that's not, doesn't align with those measuring sticks that have been next to you your whole life. So when did you make the connection with becoming an outdoor mindful guide? How did that start? This is 2018 now. I've been an educator in the forest for eight years with different nature centers around the region. And in 2018, I just feel like there's something more to it. I'm hearing about how people are so stressed out. I'm also hearing this incredible research coming out mm. about how people's bodies and minds go back to baseline when they're outdoors. And so Japan had a major crisis back in the 80s where people were, there's actually a word in Japanese called karoshi that means death by overwork. People were working themselves to death. And the Japanese forest ministry aligned with the government and basically pushed a big marketing campaign to encourage everyone to get outside. Mm. And when they did, it worked. It became a thing, trendy, and they saw that people were feeling a lot better. And so they started to throw research at it. That was something that had never been done before because there's no motivation for like the pharmaceutical industry, for example, to study how good we feel when we're outside. Fascinating. But we could see stress levels come down. All of the physiological symptoms of stress are alleviated by being outside. So this catalog hits my mailbox. It tells me that the largest yoga and wellness center in the country up in the Berkshire mountains, two and a half drive from me, has decided that nature needs to be a pivotal part of wellness. That organization is a yoga training facility. It's a retreat center. Okay. It's the biggest in the country that teaches, educates on yoga and wellness meditation. Okay. And so I joined right away. Like the day the catalog hit my mailbox, mm -hmm. I signed up, I applied, they accepted me. And I was in the first graduating class with their outdoor leadership program, nice. which weaves together yoga and wellness and mindfulness and weaves it together with nature ah. and offers these beautiful programs outside. There's another organization also, it's called the Association of Nature and Forest Therapy. And so I'm a certified forest therapist with that organization. Cool. And I'm not the therapist, the forest is, we're the guides that hold a safe space for people to be there. 
So you found these areas, you became certified, you're passionate about them. How do you make a business out of this? Mm. So I started looking for where people come outside and I started offering programs at local nature centers. And in one of the first programs, there happened to be by coincidence, a journalist in the group. And she felt really moved by the experience. I mean, I haven't had an experience where someone isn't moved yet. (laughs) (laughs) And so she nominated my program for Best of Westchester Award. And so right out of the door, I had the Best of Westchester Award for 2018 for the program. And then went on to, then Forbes called me and said, hey, we've heard this program is so incredible. And so they did a write-up on the program as well. And so people started hearing about it. And I just started doing it. I just thought, how can I meet a Westchester suburban mom or parent or person out in the forest in a way that they'll feel comfortable? And so I bring beautiful teas and I bring soft blankets and Bug repellent and <laughs> yes, <laughs> the- <laughs> a necessity. Yes. And you do this for groups as well as one-on-one, right? So it's, it can be various sizes and various levels of connection in a way. It can. I really, I, I love the group energy though. There's something really beautiful about community, the importance of community. Yeah. And when people come together to heal as a group, you find that you're not alone in your experience of whatever your ups and downs in life are. I don't know why I haven't done this yet, Cindy. I'm just sitting here (laughs) sort of mesmerized by what you're explaining and thinking this sounds like an amazing experience. And you also have a meditation focus. I know you're also a meditation teacher Mm -hmm. and I think you do that online, a virtual community, but do you also incorporate that into your program or does it not really fit there? There are definitely moments in the practice where I'm offering guided meditation, but generally I like the forest to be I know that sounds that sounds kind of woo woo y, but you know I really well, want. Well, no, it's like <laughs> I get the concept, but maybe if you can tell me, how does the forest guide you? Well, so it's all about peeling the layers that we carry with us okay. on a daily basis. So okay. when people show up, the first thing I offer is movement of the body to kind of undress that first layer of stress that we carry because we hold it in our bodies, mm-hmm. and so that's the first step. And then we just listen and tune into what's happening where we are in the present moment. So we spend some time and that's where the guided meditation will help me guide those with me to really drop into the present moment. And then we move, we walk slowly. And this is where I think it works really well for New Yorkers who <laughs> going from operating. You who need to relax. It. Let's be honest. I, I Yes. I and mean, we talked about that before we started recording how I keep this podcast short because I have this constant feeling that there's not enough time. There's not enough time. So yes, I think that there is something very valuable about helping people slow down. <laughs> yeah. So how do you help with that? we move, we walk slowly, quietly, you're in a group, but you're walking. And so we move through the forest. And it's amazing what comes online in terms of your senses and what you take in, and what you're not thinking about when you just learn how to slow down a little bit. And when you're guided that way, so anyone can go in the forest and walk slowly, but there's something about having someone say, it's okay, we're going to do this together. I bet it's great for kids too, and teenagers and all the stress that's on them right now. I mean, I have teenagers, really kids of any age can use this as well, yeah. I, I would imagine. I find that with, with teenagers, with that age group, interactive, like art really helps. So mm-hmm. often we'll build, we'll build mandalas, which are these geometric designs that are intended for purposes of meditation, but we'll build them out of objects we find in the forest. There's a little bit of a, an art piece to it. I find the creative energy is a really great access point for teenagers to heal. That's amazing. So talk to me about how we can help our listeners 
who want to learn from these episodes, your journey and what it's informed you and how you can give us some takeaways on starting a business that really fuels your soul. I think I mentioned the ego once before. (laughs) Yes, yes. Expand on that. Do you mean just letting go of what people think of you? Is that part of it? Yeah, sometimes we have to really look at and even ourselves, what we think of ourselves. That was probably my largest obstacle is letting go of what I thought meant success Mm -hmm. and realizing, I mean, Krista, I'm so much happier. My coffee tastes better. My husband's cuter. Like my kids and I have more fun. Everything (laughs) is better. Yes. Colors are brighter. I know what you mean. It's a different lens, maybe. It's a different lens. I don't have the executive title anymore. And I may not have the paycheck that goes with that. I wouldn't trade it in a million years for what I have now. I love that honesty. I feel that too. You know, there are colleagues of mine who have gone very far with TV journalism. And I knew that I didn't eat, sleep, and breathe it at a fairly early stage, but it was hard to walk away. It was hard to, who gives up, you know, who gives up an anchor gig, right? But once I finally really was able to dig deep and say, this isn't truly what you're passionate about. You're, you're interested in performance and you like informing people, but you need to dig a little deeper and to find what it is that really lights you up. Yeah. And I feel the same way. I am happier. I'm released from it. Yeah. I, I, I see that in you. It's beautiful. Do you? Oh. <laughs> so let's talk about how people can learn about your programs. But the best place for people to learn more about you is Cindy by Nature, right? Yeah. At dot com. Okay. And what are you offering now versus what we're going to see maybe coming from you? I'm moving more into the retreat space now, which is absolutely delicious because I'm able to take these programs and extend them. So someone's actually really immersed in the natural world and connecting with it for multiple days. That feels really yummy. And then the best way really to find my programs is by going to my website because I partner with a lot of local nature organizations. And Mm -hmm. so my work is in the tri-state area. I try to keep it close to home Mm -hmm. so that I can be with my children. I do a lot of work with Rockefeller State Park in, okay. up in Westchester, Wave Hill down in the Bronx. Mm-hmm. Those are some of my go-tos. And then Sheldrake right here in Larchmont where I live is my home base. Just back to the retreats for a second, because I've never done that before. Who are you targeting there? I'm assuming you would do corporate. Could it be just friends? Like what's the demographic for that? The demographic are all those people that have been in the forest with me and have gotten a taste of what it brings them and just want more of that. And so it's a mix of friends that have really come to appreciate what it offers. Just thinking about how diverse the group is, the audience mm-hmm, is, in mm-hmm. age, and in lifestyles, and yeah, it's a wide range. So it'd be like a couple of days. And where would you take it? Where would you go? Catskills has a lot of beautiful places to yeah. offer retreats. Amazing. Yeah, we are so lucky. I mean, if you've ever taken a plane ride over Westchester, you look down and there's so much green space, people aren't aware of it. So there's a lot of groups I take out on a monthly basis and I just take them to different places where I call it nature gems. There's all these hidden gems that are tucked away in different places where we live. So I love what you're building here. You all should check out Cindy by Nature and explore with her. (laughs) Thank you so much for your time and all the good things you're bringing to the world, Cindy. Thanks, Krista. Same to you. So appreciate you taking the time to be with me. I'm Crystal Laurie, your host, Bucketless Careers. Be sure to send me any guest ideas at Bucketless Careers on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and my website, bucketlesscareerspodcast.com. The best guests come from you guys. We'll be back next week with another episode. Be well.
an ironic media production. Visit us at ironickmedia.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.